All right, we are live. This is the Ambitious Journey podcast with me, Dahron Bivens, and my boy Drake. Or oh, I'll let you say it. <laughs> it's, it it's his boy Drake Allen. We're we're here. Uh, ready, ready to tell some stories, have some fun. Man, man, man. We uh we kind of talked about this for a minute. Uh, and yeah, now we're actually kind of doing it. This is dope. We didn't really know like how we could do it, but hey. Thanks to the world of uh, technology, all things are possible. Yeah, Kevin so, Garnett, anything is possible, you know. We're going to live by yeah. it. Yeah. But thank you all for listening in. Um, and we also have video here. This is dope. This is actually my first time recording, like, a podcast on video. I don't know. Have you done, like, video at all yet? No, I, I did all audio on the other one, so. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, first time. Yeah, I, uh, it, it's more in – I feel like now I got to be, like, more – cautious of like <laughs> what I do <laughs> because like I, I just think to myself like I'll, I'll just do like something I'm like dang that could be weird but nobody sees it but like now people will be able to see yeah. it right there uh, yeah. um if it's on the YouTube we'll, we'll be there oh boy no I'm, I'm honestly I'm just excited to like kind of grow this and see like where it goes because I I feel like I just have a bunch of random stuff to talk about all the time anyway same so like perfect outlet right here yeah. so yeah kind of the most most random thing we can talk about you know uh tomorrow election day oh boy oh. <laughs> man i've been thinking about it yeah. for weeks what's gonna happen what, what's going down Dude, okay election. so uh actually um I, i'm glad you said that because i was i was talking to uh my fiance you know her but uh my fiance taylor and it was with her family and i was and i had told my managers like uh at my job, I was like, yo, I don't even know if we're open, but if we're open on election day, because it's in Nashville, I was like, do not schedule me. <laughs> I, was like, I don't want to be anywhere close to Nashville. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Nashville. I'm staying right here in Murfreesboro. I'm going to sit in this room. <laughs> I'm going to just chill out, bro. Because that day right there, dude, I, I'm okay. I believe as soon as they announce Trump's going to win, which I believe is going to happen. Like, they're going to try to burn that city down. Because became like so. I don't, I I feel like it almost sounds like a demeaning, I guess, to call people like liberals. But it's so liberal now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's to where like uh, they're just like when they did like that marching stuff uh before in Nashville, and I was just kind of like, okay. I never really took Nashville for like that kind of place, but like it happened. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then. So, one thing to think about in Nashville, though, is they, you know, they say like 100 people a day move there. And most people, when they move places, they think they're leaving everything behind them. Like, those, like you got to think a lot of people from like California, up north, all, a lot of places, a lot of people from a lot of places move to Nashville. Oh, yeah. But they don't, move, they don't move there and change their ways. They bring the shit with them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same, th- it's the same thing, same stuff that is going on up there. They bring it with them. And it's just like... Right. And nothing and then every city is going to have that repetitive but exactly. and like okay i uh i like what that uh man i forgot that guy's name um he was just a guy uh, he was on rogan like maybe two months ago but he lives in texas and he was telling people like a lot of they're seeing a huge influx of californians to yeah texas. that was the matthew mcconaughey one you said that's where matthew mcconaughey went no that's the matthew mcconaughey joe rogan podcast i just listened to it the other day when i was no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's the other guy other guy before matthew mcconaughey Oh, I didn't hear that one. My bad. Yeah, because um, he was—I uh, forgot his name. I have to look it up. But um, 
he was uh he was kind of like like a buff dude he was saying like uh he was like no it's fine if people move here but he said like he said but just remember this is texas like you're not bringing all that stuff here that you did in texas and i was just thinking like yeah and that's what i'm afraid of too is with so many people moving like like to the area they bring those ideas with them bro and you obviously see no you didn't like it over there Mm -hmm. So don't bring that with you here and make this place suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I've never, I don't know about you, but I've never had any type of desire to be like a resident of California. No. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even want to go visit. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll, I feel like uh, LA would be cool because I see people like always talk about like the stuff to do there. And I've been to uh, like a couple of parts of like Northern California. Very scenic, kind of pretty. But like, never in my head did it pass. Be like, man, you should get a house here. Like, never did it ever. Yeah. I just so it's never been my thing. But I'm. I truly feel like on election day, we have so many of those people here now. They're like, they're gonna. I, I don't know what it is about like uh, politics that brings out like this like monster inside of people. Bro, it's crazy. You know I mean, like, it's crazy. And I feel it, but I feel like it's stronger this year than it has been, because like. I feel like, like worse worse than the first time uh, he ran like against yeah. Hillary. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Because I, I mean, I just feel like, uh, you know, I, I don't verify myself as red or blue. Don't don't okay. care. Don't care at all. Yeah. But it feels like everyone that's like supporting like Trump is kind of like, kind of like hidden in their house, like not really saying much. But everyone that's voting for Biden is like throwing it in everyone's face. Like you got to vote Biden. You got to vote Biden. I'm voting Biden. We can't be friends if you don't vote Biden. Yeah. I don't want to know you anymore if you don't vote Biden. Yeah. Like when, when did it become okay to be like, you know what? I, I don't want to associate with you because of an opinion you have. Exactly. bro. Like, yeah. and well, they make it seem like a, like, like you hate them. Yeah. If you don't agree on, on politics. And it's like, obviously you guys found some type of common ground mm -hmm. before about something so like just because your, your politics are a little bit different that doesn't mean that they hate you and it's like all the people saying uh like if you vote for trump you're a racist yeah. and uh you like you hate the environment but and like if you but then there's also people saying like if you vote for biden well i don't really know what they say for if you vote for <laughs> biden <laughs> it's uh, something you know it's just like they yeah. it, they make it sound so bad and i get like that all of that, it, it does affect our lives. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what I mean? It's I like, know. yeah, I mean, but as long as, okay, if people use ration, like, most stuff will kind of sort itself out, if that makes sense. Like, okay, mm -hmm. sure, your president doesn't, you don't get the president you pick, but you still get to pick, like, your local officials. You still get to pick the local people that represent you, like, you, that you have, know? That, have a more, that honestly have more of an impact on your life. Yeah, directly. Like, things you can see like right away you mm -hmm. know what i mean mm -hmm. and so but i feel like people kind of negate that and they just go right for like the president and they think and it's just and it's so wild to me though like that people start hating other people mm -hmm. like because of them liking something uh i've i think we kind of said something about uh instagram before the pod but uh like i've seen people on there uh saying like unfriend me yeah if, uh, if you're voting for trump or like let's it's like what like so yeah. let's say, first of all this is the south most of these people are southern people 
I feel like he kind of has a stronghold on the South in a way, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, what are you doing? You're trying to get rid of all your Southern friends or everybody you know? Happy I, that, family? Back to the point, though. Like, you, it's crazy to me that like, you can't be friends with somebody because of the way they vote. Like, yeah. That's insane, man. Like, that, that. Are you scared for the election? Oh, I'm terrified. Like, <laughs> just, just because, like, man, I think there's going to be, like, riots and just, like, it's going to be, like, real life purge, I feel like. Like, okay, I've kind of compared it to that too. Yeah. Like, I think the closest we will, or I, I would imagine uh, us ever being, mm-hmm. would be that day. The, the, what, this upcoming Tuesday? Yeah. Like, tomorrow. Or, yeah, when this, yeah. When this comes out, it'll be what, tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday. So, like, I just, and that's scary for me, dude, because I just like, people, people get so irrational. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's okay. You made it through the last four years. Like, do better next time. Be more influential next time. Get the first of all. I don't see how people think Joe Biden's a good candidate for the Democratic Party. I tell. I say. I say this, to everyone. I think there's not a good candidate on either side. Uh, <laughs> but, but right, right, right. But but it's, yeah, it's, but yeah. Like I, I, I've seen so many videos of Biden not completing sentences and like. What do you, okay? It's just it even comes down to me like even policies. I was, I was, I will not, I mean, I will say, I was not on Trump's side when he first uh, went into office. I definitely wasn't on Hillary's side. Like, after I heard that whole thing, like, with the troops and all that kind of stuff, and, like, you know, the lion, I was like, dude, you can't be uh, the commander-in-chief and, like, be willing to, you know what I mean? Just, like, lie about killing American soldiers. That just doesn't sound right. Like, you know, something about that just doesn't go together. Yeah. So like, I was like, yeah, she's all for me. And so I looked at Gary Johnson a lot in the last one. And I really wanted to hear what he had to say. Like, I guess like in the big time stage, you know, like, like the big arena, mm-hmm. when they have like, you know, all the lights on everybody is down to just those three. But he didn't get enough votes, you know, to uh, make it on there. So that, out of, I did not vote. But out of that election, I probably would have had to go with Trump. But I was I was nervous too because like you know how people were saying all that stuff at the beginning about like uh, well like a lot of racists were on his side and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I was like I don't want to vote for a dude you know that's gonna like that's make racist you know like like yeah. or make it more okay and I was like I don't know but then when he got in office dude I think he he proved himself you know like he put people around him that he may not know like what the job is or but he put people around him that knew what to do, like, for the country. Yeah, I mean, I, I, will, I will say, he, you know, that business mindset. I mean, obviously, he's been a yeah. businessman for how long, like, yeah. doing that and with like, this. He got tired of people. If he, he got rid of them and switched them out for other people. Now, is that the best way to run? I, I don't know. Teach their own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, like, it, 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 I guess it worked. And it's just, we'll, like, we'll see. I, I got it, but I, I feel like I can't. I can't negate what he did, you know, for, I know what Joe Biden did. He's been in what, in government for 47 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, and then he kind of got a test run at this being vice president. It's like, what is this whole new thing he's going to do that he couldn't do in 47 years? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And I, so, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't think some 80-year-old guy is all of a sudden going to turn over this new lead. 
feel like he's pretty set in his ways. Yeah. I mean, I think both of them, both of them are. And I think any politician that gets voted in, third party, independent, whatever, whatever it may be, yeah. it doesn't matter. And I, people are so irrational with their thoughts. Like, oh, yeah, he's going to – we're going to elect him because he really cares about us. And he's going to change his ways for us. Why? <laughs> yeah. No. Waiting. <laughs> you know that? Have you heard that conspiracy that everybody has? COVID uh, on Wednesday? You said what? You're talking about like COVID ending on Wednesday? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, with Joe Biden. Oh, no. Uh, it's uh, basically like, so they think that, uh, what's that, uh, Amendment 25? Mm-hmm. So they believe that uh, Joe's going to get elected. And then in a few months, they're going to invoke the, the Amendment 25. And then try to, then after that, try to have uh, Joe Biden removed from office, which will make uh, Kamala Harris president right. and Nancy Pelosi vice president. Oh. Huh. Uh, and when when somebody told me, I said, honestly, that that sounds very plausible. Like that doesn't sound like, you know what I mean? You know how some of those conspiracy theories can be like way out there. Yeah. I'm like, this doesn't sound that way out there, because dude, her and Joe Biden were going at it, and then all of a sudden, like he picks her to be his vice president. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, you know, like you can't just. Uh, it it just looks bad. I know you're trying to play like play nice and stuff, but uh, I'm not buying this one bit. Yeah, not at all. So yeah, no, I'm I'm very interested to see what happens. Just as a spectator, really, at this point, just sitting yeah. down and just saying like, well, I, I my biggest thing is I hope that because um, well, they said that uh, like I think both presidents have kind of said that they may not just concede right away and i'm hoping yeah like how long is this going to take like are we going to get yeah, to like you know thursday? Saying, yeah. like thursday and be like who's president yeah <laughs> right <laughs> and like but i'm i'm hoping that both of them kind of come to their senses on that and if you lost dude just take your loss just okay mm-hmm. like and, and move on so then the country can start rebuilding but uh and speaking on that too though my one kind of like my biggest knock on Trump right now, if there was something that would make me not like lean his way, um, I'm definitely not leaning towards Joe Biden ever. It could be anybody versus Joe Biden. And I'm like, no, it, it no. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, Trump wasn't very uh, unifying like in these past couple of months with everybody, you know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like as a president, that kind of has to be your job too. Yeah, you got to unite the country in times when things seem super stressed out. Mm-hmm. And I get like your persona and how you view yourself and blah blah blah. But you got to think larger picture too a little bit. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, hey, okay, I, I need everybody to kind of like I need things to calm down a little bit. He said, I guess that was his way of trying to like downplay COVID because he didn't want people to freak out. But it's like people are freaking out because you're not really unifying them. You're keeping them divided. And then they just feel like one mm-hmm. side is going to get something and another side's not, blah, 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 blah. And you know what I mean? It just, there's that extra layer of tension right there. No, I, just, I definitely agree. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm very interested to watch kind of like the state by state breakdown. Like, I think there's going to be the yeah. obvious ones, like your, your normal states that vote blue and your normal states that vote red yeah. that are going to be, you know, the same and probably until we die. But like, yeah. But, like, I'm very interested to see, like, what changes from last election. Because it seems that a lot more people have voted this time around than yeah, last really. time. 
I feel like it's been a lot because I even saw in Texas they had over nine million early votes this year. Yeah, yeah and that, yeah. that was more than their total votes that they had in 2016. Wow, like that's crazy, dude. Yeah, like see, I feel like a lot of people, uh, like they really did try to get out there, you know, like to to make sure this election. But I also think people had to pay attention more to politics because of, you know, like a lot of people being out of work or things going on at their jobs and they feel like they're being screwed over. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, all right, like, who's fixing this? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which, dude, that was shocking to me. I don't know if you saw, but, um, uh, well, that they did not finalize that deal for uh, stimulus for the country. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be Trump's like, hey, look what I did. Right, right, right. And I, and I thought that was going to, you know, be, be that thing. Mm-hmm. But I, or I thought that they were just going to hold off until after the election. I was like, okay, either it's coming through or they're just going to hold off. And it's not, you know, it's, they're not going to try to bring it up. They don't want people to pay attention to that. Yeah. But for them to make a decision to decline it, I was like, Dude, <laughs> you know how many people out here are like that they were waiting. I I feel as if we're waiting to see that. Mm-hmm. Like, are they going to help me? Like they say they're going to help me. So I I hope that doesn't hurt him, but I don't know how that helped him. No, I, I don't think that was a. I mean, I think I again. I thought what was going to happen was they were going to approve it. He's going to say, "Look what I did for you here." Yeah, and and, and then boom. Here's another 10 million votes. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? One um, thing I was very surprised with, though, is I was down in Miami um, in the beginning of October, and, you know, just a normal Saturday morning. Not, you know, in my mind, I don't think about politics all the time. Like, I don't think about, like, oh, yeah, there's probably some Biden or Trump rally or some something going on that's going to shut down traffic. So, like, yeah. I wake up on a Saturday morning, and I'm just, like, I'm going to Magic City Casino, watch some football, play some roulette. Cause there's a TV yeah. right there. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go to have a, have a chill day. College football kicks off at noon here on the East coast. So I'm, I'm on my way, like 1130, maybe a mile and a half away. I'm like, that's a cop. That's a cop. <laughs> they got, they got traffic stopped. So like cops directing traffic. I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Whatever. Probably a wreck or something. Go like a back way to go around, get back to the main street another another intersection being blocked off directing traffic and then i start seeing all these trump flags and everything oh, and i'm just like did you end up like right in the middle of it yeah i'm in miami bro i did not first off when i went to miami i was not thinking like oh everyone here is going to support trump right right right, right, right. that's not my first instinct so all of a sudden i'm stuck in standstill traffic for like 30 minutes because they have probably anywhere between like 10 to 15,000 cars with like Trump stickers, Trump flags, people hanging out the window, really? people like blasting God bless America out of their jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> it's just absurd. And like they were coming out of the casino parking lot where I was going. So the parking lot was closed until mm-hmm. they got everyone out. And again, there was like 10,000 people there at least. It was like- I believe it. Dude, those rallies for them get crazy. I've never personally been to one, but yeah. the ones that I see, like, well, he wasn't even there. It wasn't there. It was just a Latinos for Trump movement. That's all it was. That's all. <laughs> See, like, yeah, dude. I, I don't know. He's, he's definitely left his, uh, his impact. Win or loss in this, like, yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know if I've seen as much like merchandise people that you know like that people buy for a president. You know what I'm saying? I would like, say I would say his is definitely a lot, but I know Barack had a good amount when he when he like, first like now I saw like signs like the Obama signs and stuff in the yards. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But like you know, people buy like hats, t-shirts, yeah. bracelets, little uh baby little things. Like dude, I don't know if like anybody's ever puts pushed this much merchandise. That's fair. You know? Yeah, I think I think this is probably I think it would probably be Trump and then like I would say Obama beneath him and second because yeah. I saw I saw a lot of like shirts and like forty fourth president all those kind of things like I saw a lot of those kind of things but yeah yeah I definitely agree like the MAGA stuff that he pushes is so dumb, but like it's in uh, in uh, CAG. Uh, and uh, well, he also has that line of ties too. I didn't know this until like a little while. I didn't know until just now. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's if you don't know, it's a it's a it's a Trump tie until like you flip it over and then it says it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I thought just just a nice looking tie, I guess, for the for the businessman that wants to like still you know be in the political spirit but uh, he has so many eggs and so many baskets it's ridiculous he does it, like i wouldn't i would what a tie i mean yeah but I, I also as a person like do you just like go out seeking a tie like you know what i mean like do you just go out and you're like yeah Trump tie. thanks man and yeah. it's like 30 something bucks no way it's probably like 80 <laughs> no, uh, okay, maybe I don't know. I, I really felt like it was. I thought thirty was a lot, but no, in Trump, no, no, no. It probably could be like eighty, and yeah. say it's some like special whatever. It's probably like it's probably it's probably even pushing a hundred. I I would guess. Like, I could see it. I could see it. Um, not finding it in Dillers neither. You you got to go like somewhere nice. <laughs> you got to go. Oh yeah, uh, the uh, the upper upper echelon uh, clothing stores. Yeah. Um. All right, so uh, kind of switching over a little bit here. I had to kind of check out. Um, so I had to check out, like, uh, what else I, I wanted to say. So, dude, all right. So we, I know we wanted to kind of talk about some Halloween stories. But, all right, this, so this doesn't really tie into uh, Halloween as much. It kind of ties into my frustrations with Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, all right, so this was last weekend i believe like somewhere right around there all right so uh so you i, I work at a bar down there and you can park right outside the stadium typically and uh, they as long as there's no events going on at the stadium then you can park your car in these lanes blah blah, blah. you have you like ever been down there like when it's not anything going on okay well like yeah it has like this area and so like you can park there and uh but they tow any other time now okay so i go i have to be to work at four all right so i'm walking over to work at four i don't think anything of it but i, I am always kind of nervous that like something will happen to my car like more so like something like somebody will run into it or like somebody will throw up on it like stuff like that not really like you know what i mean not it getting taken really just more so damaged yeah uh but then so uh so i get off work and I'm walking down to my car and I don't see it. And I li- and I and I already had this fear one day because it wasn't there. And so then 
uh, well, I had this fear one day because I didn't see it right away. And I, like, I did, and I was like, oh, I got towed. But then I looked over, I was like, oh, whew. But then this time I walked down, I was like, oh, I got towed. And I'm looking everywhere. I don't see it, dude. So they have these signs that say, like, if your car, uh, if your car is missing, call this number. Basically, they're saying, like, you got towed. Like, if your car's not here, it's been towed. So I call this number. They say, oh, no, we didn't make any runs down there today. Call this one. So this, uh, to kind of put into perspective, this is about 11.30 at night, right around, so, somewhere in there, 11, 11.15, Because um, I had just gotten off at 11, and I'm, like, you know, getting cleaned up, and I'm trying to walk out to the car at this time. So then, uh, so I end up calling, like, four or five record services, get to the fifth one, um, or I should say the last one. I think it was, I think it was five, but I, I kind of lost count after I got like, I was, cause I was just so frustrated, you know? And like, yeah. cause everybody keeps saying like, oh, we don't have that one. We don't have that one. Like call, call this guy. They, they probably got it. We don't have that. Call this guy. Um, and so I call this last old lady, old lady, dude. Like she, she's doing this on the phone. She was like, oh, hello. Like, it's like a strain just to answer the telephone. And I was like, I was like, hey, I'm looking for my car. You know, it says call these numbers, blah, blah, blah. And these people are telling me to call you. She's like, okay. What, like, she's asking me, like, information on it. She can't read the information. So she's, like, messing it up. And she's reading it, like, back to me. And I'm like, I'm like, look, hey, I need to know if this is my vehicle before I pay money to come out there and mm -hmm. find out that it's not. Cause like, I also to add on to this, like to give another perspective. So when midnight hits, so they make you pay a storage fee. It's a storage fee of like $40 or something like that. It's like 40 to 50, depending on the record service. Every day that uh, adds on. So they told you this day, that's 40. As soon as it hits midnight, that's an additional 40 to $50. So I'm like, yeah, like, I need you to speed this up. <laughs> we need to figure out who has my car so I don't have to pay any more money. So, um, so, dude, I, so she's going on. And I was like, well, can you describe the car to me? She was like, because I already gave her the description of it that she asked for. She was like, oh, I don't know if this is it. And I'm like, well, all right. You describe back to me what you see. And then she describes it. I was like, well, that kind of sounds like mine. What about the license plate? And I give her my license plate, and she gives me this wrong license plate. I said, are you sure? Because this sounds a whole lot like my car. She was like, that's the license plate that's on here, and that's what's on my paper. By the way, it was completely off. And I was like, okay, this lady really cannot see. And so I was just like, you know what? Whatever. So I was like, hey, all right, I'm just going to come over there. I said, will you, will you be there? You know what she says to me, bro? Probably no. She close enough. She says, "Oh well, normally I don't let people come back here this late." Right, right, right. <laughs> I, and it caught me off guard, bro. Because I said, "Wait, what?" I said, what, "What? What do you mean?" Okay, you have a day by day fee. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell you to take the car. <laughs> you, you took the car. <laughs> I'm trying to come get the car. What do you mean? You normally don't let people come over here. Like, they don't even make, what are you talking about? You just and hold so on like, to them forever? Like, what? Yeah, like, what, what is this? And so, like, 
so so she kind of she was like um this goes on like two or three minutes she says oh yeah come come on down here and uh you know I, uh, yeah we'll, we'll get you squared away and i was like all right dude i try to get a lift and an uber over here a lift was 23 minutes out cost 20 dollars keep in mind this is only two miles away just to go two miles twenty dollars ten dollars a mile all right so then i was like well that's too long so i tried to call an uber 11 minutes away 32 dollars i was like where are you trying to take me it's two minutes i mean two miles down the road like if i really just you know had on some jogging clothes we could bust this out real fast (laughs) and i'll be there (laughs) what are we doing right now like and so then uh so I finally, so I'm doing, I'm, I just go ahead, I'll bite the bullet, uh, you know, and I pay for the Uber and I'm calling my mom, I'm talking to her to try to explain because I've got my car towed before in Murfreesboro and they wouldn't let me get it back uh, because like at the time the insurance, so she's the lead like on the insurance mm-hmm. and then I'm under it. So like, I, uh, but they say it has to be the lead person of the insurance, not the, the sub, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, so I just already kind of had her prepare. I'm like, hey, you know, you may have to go through the explanation of this again, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. And, um, but I'm just talking to her. And she was like, you know what, just be calm. You know, don't be upset. She was like, you could call your brother. So my brother ends up, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. So, like, uh, I called my brother. So ended up canceling the Uber, getting that money back. My brother comes and helps me out. But this is the part where it turns, my whole day turns around right here. Because, dude, I'm looking at, I'm about to pay, th- this is my frustration with Nashville. So in Murfreesboro, to get your car towed, uh, you'll pay right around fifty or sixty dollars to get it to get it back. Boom. Okay, everybody, you can be mad at fifty or sixty, but you're not like it doesn't ruin your entire day. Yeah. Nashville, dude, it's one hundred seventy-five dollars for the tow, and then they do a forty-dollar uh, fee on top of that. So she was telling me that she said my total is going to be two eighteen to get my car back, and I said two eighteen. Uh, what happened? And she was like, well, she said, that's just the prices. And just think, if I would have waited until midnight, there's an additional $40 on top of that. So you're looking at close to what, 260 Yeah. Just to like, and I was like, okay, so then my brother comes against me, like, so we're just talking and stuff. He's like, you know, like, you know, just, you know, be cool, blah, blah, blah. So we get there. Well, my car is right there at the front. They, they have it parked outside the gate or by the gate and the gates open. So I just, all right, so we pull up, I go in, I go to my car and then the guy on the, like, is in the wrecker and he was like, uh, what do you say? He was like, uh, he was like, hey, did you check in with the lady at the front? And I was like, I was like, yeah, I, I talked to her. And he was like, all right. And then he closes the gate. So like me and my brother kind of looking and I was like, well, I, I haven't paid any money to, get, to put this out there. I hadn't paid any money, but I'm looking at my car and I'm like, making sure you know everything's good blah blah blah. so then um my brother like he's talking to the uh like so he's like kind of talking to me and i'm looking around i'm like man i was like dude i really don't want to pay this money like i'm just like this is this is outrageous to me so then i'm walking over to try to talk to the guy and he was like uh he was like hold on one second one second and like and so i was like, okay and then he opens the gate back up and he was like and i was like I'm not even going to ask if that was meant for me to leave. I'm just going to get in my car. Mm-hmm. And so, dude, I walk right over to my car. He opens the gate up. 
I drive it back, and dude, I just going down the road, and he didn't call me or anything. So I was like, thank God, because dude, I was so so pissed off. But that tried to the same thing happened to my coworker. Dude, she get she got there and she threw a fit, bro, and they made her pay every single dime. And like, and my thing is, my main frustration with kind of leading to the story is. I feel like it's almost like legal theft. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a tow service. And then on top of that, I feel like Nashville is just like taxing people quadruple what like local prices are. Like $220 to get your vehicle back. Okay, I get like something's parked in the wrong spot. All right. But and like, question here, question here. This yeah, was not the, uh, there's not an event, none of that. It should not have been towed. Oh, so that, so normally they put out that there's an event or they have people there working saying that there's an event. So all of a sudden they had a, uh, the uh, Nashville soccer team that just came here, what, a year ago? Mm-hmm. They, ha- they ended up having a game that night. I think it was like a makeup game. Nobody knew about it. Yeah, something, something weird like that. It was on a Friday night. Um, and here's the, the part that frustrated me too. Oh, oh, this is what I'm going to say. You also get a ticket from the city on top of this. It's a $50 ticket. So, so what? So you get a, a tow fee of $218 plus a $50 ticket on top of that. And then if you miss that day of getting it then, then there's an additional $40 on top of that. So is that almost $327? I'd rather have COVID. <laughs> Dude, but that's, they're just, they're just stealing. Like, I feel like, I'm like, okay, you can prove your point to people like parking in a wrong spot without having to like bust their pockets wide open. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm okay, if I'm a visitor to Nashville, I'm more inclined to stay around here now that there's room on my trip if I accidentally park in the wrong spot and get towed and I don't have to spend 300 something dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, sure an hour of my day may be ruined with even a hundred dollars. I'm just like, I can be pissed off, but I'm still going to stay around. Like $300. Do you ready to pack up the trip? At least for me, like I'm going home. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to be in this place anymore. Like they've already taken my money. And it's like, I hate that they didn't have like the event people out there like that norm. And you know, those little yellow jackets mm-hmm. that tell you like, Hey, just so you know, like this area is blah, blah, blah. Are you going to this? Or they tell you kind of like, what's up? None of that. And then I had just gotten to work at four and they towed my car at four thirty-eight. So they watched me get out the car. <laughs> like, Oh man. Oh man. That's ridiculous. It had nothing to do with anything of what we talked about besides just what my frustration with Nashville. Well, uh, that's that's and, Nashville though. Charging an arm and a leg for everything for no yeah. reason. Just and, because everyone wants to be there now that now they can just charge supply and demand, yeah, I guess. Whatever. Insane. And uh well and then Halloween too though. Like there were nothing crazy happened there, thankfully. But like it's Normally, uh, like, you know, National Halloween, super crazy. Like, but it was barely anybody out, dude. Barely. I got off work. Well, so, I think I think that was, there was nobody out at, like, bars and stuff. But, like, yes, I saw so many Snapchats, like, Instagram stories. Oh, house like parties? That. Yeah. House parties were popping. Well, like, look, this I was, mean, like, 1999. 
<laughs> Pre-COVID. Like, dude, it was, but nobody, like, was, you know how, like, okay, you've, you've seen Nashville on Halloween. Mm-hmm. People were not out like that. Dude, you could literally walk anywhere. I got off at four, and it was at, as if, like, it was just, like, a Tuesday. Barely anybody out. We barely had any business that day. It was not busy at all. The people that worked at night, nothing. They were like, yeah, I mean, a couple of tables, a couple of guests at the bar, boom, 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 in and out. Like, they were done, uh, most of them, with cleaning up and stuff at 9.30. And, yeah. Saturday dude, night, bro. Exactly. And it was stayed open until 11. Yeah. You, you, got, you got any uh, crazy stories from Halloween? Like you said, you saw some, but. <laughs> no, I mean, just saw it, just seeing stuff from that. I guess the craziest thing that happened to me, I guess, kind of relates to the full moon uh, being on Halloween as well. That was not mm-hmm. a deal. But uh, so kind of a quick story. I got a roommate that uh, is probably the worst roommate I've ever had. And you know some of the roommates we've had. Man. Bro. <laughs> oh, for, for those of you that don't know, me and Drake used to live together. Uh, what was that, uh, two years ago? Yeah, we, we lived together for like three years total in college. Yeah, yeah, huh? Well, so, kind of scattered because what the fraternity house and then yeah. J Drive. Yeah, 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 dude. So, but I mean, this is probably the worst roommate I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> she literally walks around like so. Kind of give a backstory. I have like a basement apartment that I rent out, and like mm-hmm. I have private access. It's like basically an apartment, but it's just a basement. But yeah. like I have everything I need and I'm good but like my landlord lives on the top floor and then like at the top of the house she rents out another room and Mm -hmm. now that's kind of a terrible terrible gig you just get the room up there like I have literally a whole apartment like (laughs) so but does the person on the top have to share like a bathroom and stuff with her on the main floor no she has her own bathroom but like like sharing kitchen and like everything like Mm. entrance everything like it's it's something but anyways i swear that she either wears like weighted tennis shoes or like <laughs> or just like is a professional like elephant stomper <laughs> because bro when i tell you no <laughs> that's the loudest footsteps i've ever had to deal with for the last year of my entire life can you imagine somebody just purposely walking around <laughs> with, with some weighted boots on just to piss somebody off? Oh, man. But, uh, but like, what, ha- have you brought this up to her? Oh, yeah. Because, like, I, I obviously am beneath everything. So, like, I went up mm-hmm. there and I was like, listen, like, this stomping stuff, it's got to <laughs> stop. <laughs> Look, I don't know what y'all are doing up here. <laughs> somebody we gotta stop this oh but like the craziest thing is this is a three-story house and i'm on the furthest part of it wait this is you're saying this is the furthest person yes yes oh i thought you were saying it was like the person in the middle no but i mean she so the person up top does have middle access so like like when they're in the kitchen and stuff like that stomping around and then like i hear them all the way upstairs from the basement. Send tremors through your floor, though, once she gets closer. Oh, bro, I, I, I will say that I did, like, create an obstacle course on the stairs at one point. Just, just so, like, that way she would stop stomping up and down the stairs. You got to kind of move around a little bit. Yeah. 
like I, I just like put random stuff but like she would like like just leave trash everywhere like never cleaned up after herself like made the house smell like absolute crap when like she would cook just burn stuff like caught stuff on fire several times worse than j-drive worse than j-drive really yes oh wow and when i tell you that like so she got like rats in her room and stuff like that because she would leave um how's this girl still live there that's that's the fun part of halloween night but so listen to this so she would leave like boxes of dirty dishes for like weeks at a time in her room like dirty dishes bro like not even cleaning them out just just nasty so anyways my my landlord basically got tired of her like breaking all the rules of the lease like clean up after yourself just common courtesy stuff that everyone thinks about i mean be hygienic be a normal decent human being exactly (laughs) so that's and there was no respect shown to my landlord like anytime my landlord would ask her to do something she would act like like my landlord was being like she told her she was too bossy and it was like this is her house yeah like what what do you mean be, being bossy like she one you signed a signed a lease that's a contract right. and then now you can't read it or something like so anyway my landlord got tired of it and basically over the last i guess like six weeks or so has been on the like hey find a new place to live mm-hmm. and then it finally went from find a new place to live to hey you have to the end of the month so the end of the month was obviously yesterday or i guess Halloween, <laughs> and yeah. What a, what, a, what a way to end it. Full moon, Halloween, roommate has no respect for anybody getting kicked out. She had a rager. So she did not have all of her stuff unpacked or packed up or out of the house yet. So we're talking like maybe 930 at night. She comes back. Well, so I guess about eight o'clock, uh, eight o'clock that night, she texts and she texts my landlord and said like she had like a fever and like sinus stuff. And like, basically, I mean, everyone knows COVID is going around. Could be a common cold, could be flu, could be sciences, could be something else. But we're all having to deal with COVID, so yeah, you never really know. Do what? I said, so we're going to say COVID. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So my landlord's kind of elderly too, so she's kind of like on the like high risk of that if if that's what it is. So she texts she texts my landlord that. So obviously my landlord's like, yeah, like no, like don't come back in the house. Like <laughs> go, go get tested for COVID before you infect me and, and, and the entire house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Did she text you back? So where are you staying at? Question mark. <laughs> she, no, she literally told her like, Hey, don't come back. So guess who shows up at the house and guess who's not letting her in. <laughs> you know, also what I just thought about when- I just thought, did she text her this or did she call her? Text. <laughs> Imagine she would have been like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> so what you going to do? <laughs> I would have, oh, man. That would have, I would have died laughing if she would have oh, said that. So, so anyways, <laughs> my landlord told her, like, hey, November 1st is tomorrow. Like, rent's due pretty much. Mm. And, and then, so this, my roommate calls the cops. So I'm just like, oh my God, here we go. Yeah. Cops show up. And one thing that I had forgotten about is like squatter law. Yes. So basically the cops played that role on my landlord. Like, Hey, like she has 30 days from actual eviction date Mm -hmm. to be able to have access. So my, my landlord said, all right, threw all of her stuff on the front porch and told her to just come get it. 
like she was so like the land the roommate was there she like threw stuff outside last night for her to take but the stuff that was left like um on sunday morning my landlord got up sunday morning grabbed all of her stuff threw it out on the front porch and like so the girl's not there anymore no dang that's crazy um oh go ahead I, you, no that, that's all i got yeah uh because i had some so my family had something similar like that happen um so we have a home in oklahoma uh, and it's about those squatter laws so so this was back on my um when my uncle was alive and i believe like he was like knew this guy some kind of way or something like this but it was like a basically like a local homeless guy and he was kind of just helping him out and uh I, I believe i got the story right but he was letting him stay in the garage uh it, it was not even like a nice garage it was just like uh it was my grandma's like uh old house so it had like just this little tiny garage thing and you just basically enough for like two cars but like you know the smallest so it's like just literally two cars and mm-hmm. there's like a fridge out there where we where there was ice cream when the kids played in the summertime so like this dude didn't have much space at all for like anything really. And, um, but we ran into those squatter laws too though, because uh, so like when my uncle passed away, like, you know, the family's out there, you know, kind of just getting the house together and stuff like seeing, you know, typical stuff people do. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we come across this dude, like all of us are out there, dude. And we just come across this dude out there, like, and we were like, who are you? Like, he's like, what? And he says, like, my uncle lets, he was like, he says, like, my uncle's name and stuff. And he was like, he said, I can stay here. Like, what, what's the problem? And we were telling him, like, you know, hey, you have to go. He was like, no, this is my house. We we're like, no, this is not your house, dude. Like, you cannot stay here. And so then they, I uh, like, calling the sheriff out and stuff like that. But that's what they said. They were like, according to squatter laws, you have to give somebody 30 days of, of notice that they have to, like, leave this property. And then, then after that 30 days, can the police intervene? So I was just like, I mean, you know, me like on the outside looking in from that, that's, that's kind of crazy. Cause dude, you can get over on some, I don't even know if they have to pay you in those 30 days. They don't. So it's just like the free mother rent. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I, that's so crazy to me. Um, like I see like why they do it, I guess for like the benefit of the person that's being put out to like have a chance but at the same time you're screwing well, like over. 30 days you need a whole month you know what i mean yeah yeah um i it, it's a i got i don't even know how we ended up not going down a, a tangent of uh <laughs> squatters have you ever seen that about that dude that had he got a house in uh was it Atlanta? like on the outskirts of Atlanta, georgia like when the suburbs it's like a three or four hundred thousand dollar house that he got for twelve dollars because of squatter laws. No, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it was on like uh, it was on uh, this YouTube video I was watching. So it came down to like basically he had uh, so this house got abandoned by these people. Long and short, they so they they were you know uh, they had a mortgage on the house. The mortgage was through uh, a bank. So this bank folds. Mm. And it's bought out by another bank. And uh, that bank ends up folding as well. 
And so this, uh, what is it like the city takes on the deed or something like that. Well, the deed on this house was only like $12 for the lot or something like that, like something crazy like this. So this dude had just been staying in the house this whole time because he saw it was abandoned. And all these people in this neighborhood were mad that he was over there because they were like, we all pay like our hard earned money to be over here. We don't just want somebody, you know, just staying over here. It's unsafe. You know, we don't know who he is. All the, you know, the typical stuff you can imagine being said. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he goes and somehow acquires this deed because he, I guess he just looked at it and they said that unless like someone came along and claimed the property, meaning that those businesses, banks started to flourish again to be able to possess the property, then it would just be like a forfeiture or something like that. And it would turn over to him who owned the deed. And I was just like, this dude is about to get this fat house. Oh, but simply just sitting there. And they said, but in order for it to be like an inhabitant or something like that, it had to have like electricity. So he had all the connections and everything like set up. He was like, I'm just waiting for them to give me permission to do electricity. He was like, that'd be the first thing. And then, and then all the people were mad that like, he didn't even have furniture in his house and stuff. They were like, well, he's worried, worrying about somebody else, you know, always. Yeah, always exactly. Like, he has a lawn chair in there. All this kind of stuff. And it's like, here he is, dude. Talk about a, a good break in life. Like, you're like, <laughs> I, but I think he had to wait, like, uh, I think he had to wait, like, four, four or five months uh, to make to make sure that, um, like, the banks didn't come back to, you know, possess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's wild, I, man. Can you imagine that with that five months, so you're like, Come on, man. You're kind of down the days. You yeah, know, like, you're, you're paranoid for every second of the day. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's coming to claim this house. Yeah, yeah, you're like, but can you imagine on that last day, though, you're like, I just got to make it to midnight, and this house is mine? Oh, yeah. boy. The excitement had to be going through him. Yeah. He just sitting there looking at those $12, like, I already <laughs> know where this is going. <laughs> and uh, I don't even know. I, I haven't even followed up on the story, but it. I don't even know, like, if he ended up, you know, like, getting it or not, though. But, but that's still crazy. Like, that, the whole squatter lot thing is just wild to me. Like, how does that even exist? Yeah, we got so many, like, uh, little little crazy things like that. Side note, though, because I, I just looked at that. Um, I wanted you to tell me about uh, the Kanye and Kim K thing you were trying to say to me the other day. Oh, okay. So, I, it was Kim K's birthday. And okay. the birthday present that Kanye got her, she posted on her Twitter um, for anybody that wants to watch it. but it's a hologram of her dad. So, so who is her dad? Robert Kardashian. He was OJ's uh, attorney. Lawyer, right? Lawyer, yeah, something like that. So, yeah. so yeah. So that was that whole situation. Like that's that's where the Kardashians. He's dead now. Yeah, he's dead. He's been dead for a long time. Um, yeah, but why a hologram? I don't know. So the hologram starts off. It's like, "Happy birthday, Kimberly." Like you're the most wonderful daughter to your four kids, like all these kind of random things. And then it's like the best part of it is like towards the end, it's like, and you married the most, 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 most genius man, Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, dude, his ego. And it's just like, oh, I wonder who programmed this hologram. Exactly. Exactly. You know, dude, it, Kanye, did you watch his, uh, his Rogan interview? No, I heard it's a big letdown, though. Yeah, he didn't get that crazy, bro. He, he, he must have he, been on the he, meds that day. 
<laughs> you, he, he, he didn't get too far off on the tangent. Also, Joe Rogan didn't provoke him. Like, he didn't, like, uh, he did, a lot of people were upset at him for not really pushing the button on some stuff. Mm-hmm. He kind of just let Kanye, like, go off on, like, whatever route he wanted to take. And then he would just ask, like, the next question. And then Kanye would take that route. Like, it's three hours of literally just Kanye talking. That's Yeah, but Kanye didn't seem to be bothered at all. Joe Rogan just every couple of words. And he wasn't too bothered. But it was – so I wouldn't say it was a letdown. It was just, you know, everybody's looking for, like, that next crazy thing. Mm-hmm. And really, he just repeated all the things he said in the past, no. which you know what I mean. That's and not he, gonna recreate a headline, you know. Like when yeah, you yeah. read a headline from Kanye and something he already said is already uh, past that. Yeah, and uh, well, also too, you see, like he, you see, he made it on the ballot for Tennessee. Yeah, I, when I went to vote, like he was, he was there, and I was like, wait, this is real? Like what? Yeah, Dude, he? So he was only on like five, uh, like five ballots, and then. Um, he uh he fought to get on like seven other states ballots but my thing was i was like why why'd you fight so hard to just have what 13 well, states? yeah 12 13 states, but, <laughs> yeah like yeah. 12 13 whatever it is it's like there's not enough electoral college votes out of 12 states to even get you yeah in like what here dude, he got like montana colorado uh arizona tennessee and i'm just like you need to shoot for like the big ones like yeah. this, look at California, Texas, Florida, Ohio. Yeah, like, New York. Like yeah. the, these places, that's where you need to go for. Not just, I know he was bit, I, it almost seems like he went like towards the heartland. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like. I wonder, I wonder if this is him trying to set up an actual campaign run for 2024. No, dude, you got to watch his, uh, his Rogan thing. He talks about it as if he went full throttle on this. Like this was his quote-unquote calling he knew that god told him to run in 2020 bro imagine if he wins all those states he ran in if you oh my god well, there's no way he wins tennessee but i mean i don't see him winning a single state but like just imagine he win montana because there ain't nobody there yeah like, it, <laughs> like i can't vote yeah i uh well i don't know people really like uh i take that back because people really like their governor and in I'm, montana I, yeah, the governor of Montana, I, I don't know why I know this, but I randomly saw some video about this guy. He was campaigning for a governor, and then they showed him, like, in this small-town place, and everybody was just singing his praises. Or it was something like that, yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. So, yeah. no, no, if, if anybody there, if he's not cool with the governor, then they're probably like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Uh, I mean, that just that that gift was just so random because it just like made no sense. It was like this is such a Kanye move. Like it is. It, it's. I think, and I know. Okay, I know people can be like spiritually enlightened and like touched, but I feel like he, uh, like he just. I don't think he's playing around. But at the same time, I don't know how serious he is, or like how much in reality like how in touch with reality he is i know he said he wasn't crazy on there i'm also not on this bandwagon that kanye is a genius no are, okay are you are you creative. he's very creative i think yes. that, i think he's very intelligent i mean he has he has a niche that a lot of people don't have but i would never be like kanye west 
Exactly. And he has, he has a work ethic. But I do not think Kanye is just some genius that, like, that's unparalleled, dude. Like, nobody can. It's, I don't, nothing about him says that to me. Yeah. I guess maybe from, like, I guess an artistic standpoint. Well, okay, this is just me. Everybody doesn't have to agree with this. But I don't, I, I don't personally just play a bunch of Kanye. Uh, see, I like old Kanye. I like a lot of Kanye, honestly. Well, I I like Kanye, but there's also a lot of music I'm picking over Kanye. Okay, fair. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, like maybe, it, it, yeah, I know what you mean. Maybe he influenced that music. Maybe he did. Sure, but I'm like, I don't know if I can just call you like, oh, this is gonna be terrible. Somebody's gonna kill me for this. But like, okay, you know, like uh. Think of what is it like? Who's the uh, famous, uh, super famous artist? Like what? You, like just any artist? Like yeah, like like, like a painter. Uh, it's one I'm oh. thinking of, but like. Are we talking like I I don't know nothing about painting or anything. Me either. Okay, but you but you okay like 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 an art. Okay, like. No, nah, I don't want to say that because then people are like, "What an idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> like uh. Okay, but I feel like there's, for certain styles of, like, painting and art, people look for certain people, and they're not choosing one over them. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So I'm putting him in the same vein of artistry, and I'm thinking, like, I shouldn't be able to, like, oh, dang, I was all the way off to the side. <laughs> I shouldn't be able to, like, if I hear your music or I hear, like, your expression of art, I should favor yours if you know what I mean? If you have like this superiority, uh, it's like you can, I can see why somebody would say like somebody that's in like painting and artistry and even music is intelligent. But then I'm looking at other people and I'm just like, okay, yeah, but I hear their music though compared to Kanye's and I'm kind of picking theirs over Kanye's. So like, who's the smarter one here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, if he's that smart, but I like his music better, does that make him smarter? You know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not big on that bandwagon of him just being a genius. I don't know where they're getting that from. Like, I, I don't know. The whole, because like, like everyone has different opinions about the Yeezys and stuff like that too. Like some people love the Yeezys and then people hate them, you know? I've never even, cons- oh, that's not true. I considered buying a pair one time because uh, my ex-girlfriend thought about getting a pair. Other than that, dude, I've never even thought about it. I've never even looked at that clothing line. No, clothing never, line, never. Scroll, bro. But like, once I because, you know, you see it, like, always on Twitter, people popping up, like, oh, my gosh, this. And I'm like, that's not even. Dude, he's basically selling you, like, Walmart ripped up clothes mm-hmm. with his name on it. I don't care what type of quality he's telling you that it is. I never, I don't want that on me. it's just it's not i don't know maybe i'm just not fashionable but that's not fashion to me to pay uh 200 for a holy t-shirt no oh no that's the thing with the yeezys like i like i do like some of the of the colorways on certain certain yeezys but like a lot of them look like crap yeah well like that's what i'm saying at least okay if you're gonna make it look good as well don't try to make it look as bad as possible mm-hmm. and then be like it looks good it's so bad that it's good mm-hmm. no it's no so bad that it's bad <laughs> and then they sell out they sell out in 30 seconds and then oh my gosh yeah and then you have to like, go buy them off a resale site like 
like goat or stock X or one of those and you pay 12 times the price, which is already so high. Yeah. Uh, who is that? Uh, was that Kuzman that got that deal? Was it uh, was stock X or was yeah, it? Was it Kuzma? Yeah. That was probably, in my opinion, probably the greatest shoe deal of all time. That's, that's you, how I know that it was from you. Bro, you got so many options. You can wear whatever shoe you want, any game. You're, pl- you're playing, you know, Carmelo Anthony, and you can wear his mellows and say, I just did that. You go play well, D Rose. Because, like, it's like people, like, they design the shoes too, right? Yeah. Like, people can. Yeah. Well, and, like, with, with his, it's like he's not limited on a brand. Like, he can wear throwback sneakers. He can wear new sneakers. He can wear Adidas, Nike, Jordan, uh, yeah. Under Armour, now Puma. He can do anything, like. They, they can do he can do whatever but he only did that deal for one year and then i don't know who he just signed with but he just signed with somebody like exclusively i want to say it might be like puma or like new balance it's somebody like off like that it just makes no sense i would probably go back if i was if, if i was like in the in the sneakers like that you know what i mean yeah. like which i, I would probably imagine he is if he signed a deal like that to begin with because mm-hmm. like or i guess if he's not Dude, I'm taking that whole year to just rack up. <laughs> or you own every sneaker. Yeah. I might wear these for the game, but I might not. You want to send me I a might pair? not. Let's just tuck these to the side. Like, Let me try I mean, them on, just... and I'll wear them to the game. I wore them yeah. to the game, but I didn't wear them in the game. <laughs> like, I'm getting all types of sneakers just because, bro. Like, I mean, that's an incredible deal. Like, when you really think about that, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what sneakers now cost – 150, 200 bucks a pop. At least. Yeah, I mean, nice. the ones that they're wearing, they're trying to wear, like, the ultimate throwbacks, like these Jordans yeah, exactly. that are yeah, you're talking so expensive. Like, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dang. All right. Uh, what else do we want to kind of chat about, bro? Dude, something I thought about, I saw a commercial for it, and it's really disgusting, but I need to have your take on it. <laughs> so we all know McDonald's does the McRib. Mm-hmm. And everyone seems to lose their mind when they do it. Like, I don't understand why it's so popular. Oh, it's, like like when they eat the McRib? Yeah, okay. Yeah, like when they bring it back. Because it's only on the menu, like, certain times. It's, so it hasn't been nationally since 2012. And McDonald's announced on December 2nd they're going to make it national again for the first time since 2012. But, like, I know in Tennessee we've had it. And, like, I've seen it. But like, and, like, the lines are ridiculous when the McRib, McRib is back. I just don't understand who enjoys that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I had a big boy yawn right there. Um, me personally, um, I'm almost disgusted at the thought of McDonald's. Uh, just because dude, I, I've tried to eat it uh, here recently, like uh, earlier this year. And it just, it just tastes like a big old grease ball. Like there's like, there's like no flavor profile to it. So I cannot understand the McRib. I don't even know if I've ever eaten a McRib, to be I honest. Haven't. So yeah, like I don't, I don't. But so I don't get all the hype. But that's people like stuff that's hyped up. That's what that is. Like and that Travis Scott meal they did. Every it literally was just a double quarter pounder. They added bacon and like onions or something like that. Yeah, or bacon and barbecue sauce or something like it that. It didn't even work too. If you said Cactus Jack sent me. Yeah, and all the workers are like, what? Yeah, they're like, who? <laughs> they're like, can I just get the Travis Scott burger? <laughs> Bro, I would hate. I would hate to be a McDonald's worker during all that. Oh, my gosh. All those stupid little kids. It's lit. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you know. 
those little 12 and 13 year olds just thinking it's funny to come through there. Yeah. Ah, 15 year olds. Oh, dude, I'm just getting frustrated just thinking about it because I know that was a pain. You yeah. know, it was an absolute pain. Yeah. Um, no, but just kind of going back to just McDonald's as a whole, like, I, I feel like, dude, I don't know because it was I was a kid or I just ate terrible, but McDonald's used to taste super good. I agree. I had it as a kid a lot. And like, it's definitely yeah, not, the I, same. it's definitely not the same. It used to be so good, bro. And then now it's like, I, it's, I, I don't even, I don't intend to even be that way, but I'm like, I no, do not take me to McDonald's. Whatever we can go anywhere else but McDonald's. Yeah. Like, and I don't know what it is. Uh, the fries are still pretty good. Just their burgers. It's just like, yeah, it's not there. It's not there. They lost. They lost something. They, yeah. They, they did something in the mix here, and it it uh, they lost lost some flavor. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, okay, bro. You know something that I I didn't think about. We just thought about this because I said because I just thought about this because you said like kids and tasting earlier. Uh, what is that trickster for kids? Do you still see the shapes and stuff? No, I don't either, bro. And it, <laughs> somebody said that the other day, and they're like, "What if it was like really for kids?" And so it's like only kids can see like the shapes. And I was like, "No, dude, bro, what?" <laughs> you 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 have you ever seen this? No, I'm not. Okay, so they only say like 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 the tricks. Only the kids can see the shapes of the tricks. Once you become an adult, you cannot see it. It's just shapes. It's just like circular things to you. No, or did we just like, did our brain develop to understand like, hey, that's a circle or like. <laughs> that's like, what I'm this saying. Is real. Like, I, I don't know. And I was like, I remember those having shapes, like there being yeah. like a marshmallow rainbow and stuff like that, like a little star. But they don't have that. They're just circles. Huh. Maybe they're just saying like, they're saying like you're too old. Uh, I don't know. Dude, I'm telling you, look at it next time. Next time you go by, just kind of like when you're in the store, just kind of just look at it, and like you'll see it on the box. I don't know how you can open a package. Try <laughs> to buy a random package. See if you can see any shapes. But then ask a little kid. Like, I don't know what it is. It freaked me out though, because I was like, I know there used to be shapes. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was there. They were there. They were there. Bad so man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's so funny. Um, I just want to bring this up since obviously you know both have a pretty decent background in baseball you playing me working in baseball obviously world series happened um ended last week or so and uh you see where justin turner for the dodgers got pulled out of game six because he had a positive COVID test but then they he was like yeah f this i'm going to celebrate with my team and my family and was like out on the field celebrating and everything after being pulled off the game everyone's giving a hard time you know the biggest thing for me is like one, he was already around them in the in the in the dugout, probably in the locker room, all those things before getting those results. So like, yes, I get it. Like it's something we don't really understand and not really sure. But can you blame this guy for winning a World Series and then going and wanting to celebrate the World Series? No. So also, I was gonna say you're gonna be so disappointed in me because I barely barely watched the World Series this year. And yeah. that's only because I had to work so much. And so it kept being at times that I was at work and, like, we had a TV up. But, like, I couldn't really see it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's how I was. I was in Vegas for part of it, too, so that didn't really help. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, actually not. Okay. I don't care how many times you win a championship. 
you're winning a championship. You know what I mean? Whatever the level is, you are going to want to celebrate with the guys that you got there with, with your family that helped get you there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And we don't, sure, we don't fully understand the science on, on COVID right now. They're getting better every day, but they don't have the full grasp. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this guy was a huge contributor to a World Series. He doesn't know how many of those guys he's going to be able to see next year again. Especially being, being a free agent. He's going to be a free agent this year, too. And he yeah. bounced around from team to team as like, a, you might not make this team. You might be here. You might be here. And then ended up in L.A. and became what he is right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, man, I, I, actually, I don't blame him at all. Me no. neither. I think it's phenomenal. It's I shouldn't say phenomenal because somebody, somebody's going to be like, you're so insensitive. He could have infected so many other people. But like you said, dude, he was probably already in the dugout. Obviously, if he was on the field, he had uh, clubhouse access. Mm-hmm. They didn't lock him out. Mm-hmm. So, like, we all know. You can't get in there unless you are supposed to be in there. They're, and he, they're played, not, he played part of the game. Like, he was oh, always- they put him out during the game? Yeah. Okay, see, dude, I didn't, I didn't see this. I didn't see any of it. I, I, he got I pulled, he got pulled like sixth inning or something like that. And it's just like, bro, he was already there. Like, he oh, already, yeah. he already, dude, what are they mad about? <laughs> this is silly. This is people just want to be mad then. I'm yeah. going uh, to get away from my whole explanation. No, dude, like, there's nothing to be mad about. No. He played the game. They're fine. He has enough money to, to make sure everybody is fine. Like, they have enough money to make sure everybody's fine. And Magic Johnson owns the team there. Let's let's go ahead and discuss. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, they make sure everybody survive everything. <laughs> Look, I'm starting to lean more and more towards these other people that think Magic doesn't have AIDS anymore. I'm starting to get on that bandwagon, man, because he's getting pretty old. Yeah, and he's he looks pretty healthy. I I know it's a, what it's an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's got it pretty under control. Like I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that, like you know, the whole protocol for all that stuff and like what they do, the steps. But he, he must be very religious about it. Like he doesn't miss a treatment. I know mm-hmm. that. Uh, do you know it wouldn't surprise me if he's had like, a, what's that, like that blood rejuvenation, where like they drain old blood and refill you with new. Hmm. And like, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he does something like that, like in like every like little while. Has to. Yeah, I mean he's he's that well. That's a whole nother tangent. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's winning. He's winning all these championships, being like in ownership with like the Lakers, and um, he owns the WNBA team, I believe, there as well in LA. Was that the Sparks or something like that? I don't really know. Is it really? But and then and the Dodgers. So I mean, he has all those. Like, you wanna you want you wanna dive down this down this hole of the the WNBA? We we can try. I hate the WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> I do not enjoy what okay i shouldn't say i hate because the women are fantastic i do not like watching the wnba whatsoever so i think i think biggest thing on that is that i don't think there's enough money into it basically like you hear all these stories about money into it (laughs) but you hear about you hear about all for what it is right now i agree but i think it could be better like i think it could actually be enjoyable and how so I think just like I, I don't want this to come across the wrong way because I don't think that it's like a lesser game because it's the same game of basketball. 
but I think you know how minor league baseball as 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 compared to major league baseball what is minor league baseball it's not about the game it's about you know going to minor league baseball game hanging out with your friends all, everything else that's going around they say that they're not minor league to anybody they are at the upper echelon of but that's why they get paid more in Europe to go play basketball than they spend their off season playing professional in Europe and make more money than a whole WNBA season. That's what like, doesn't really, I never knew that. Uh, well, cause what, they just brought the salary up to, to a hundred thousand or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't keep up with it. Just cause yeah, like, it was something like that. Here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. They say they don't get paid enough here, but I don't know if they realize that you're, you're paid by fan attendance and Jersey sales and, you know, concessions, yeah. this whole thing. They have none of that. If nobody's there, <laughs> then you don't get it. You know what I mean? It's like, hello? It, it, money doesn't just appear just because, hey, you can dribble a ball really, really good. Hey, here's $100,000. No, that's not how that comes about. Here's why I hate the WNBA or why I hate watching it. And, you know, well, my friend kind of corrected me the other day. He's a basketball coach. He said, if you really want to learn the game, he said, watch uh, the WNBA. He said it's a lot slower pace. You can see the plays play out. You can mm -hmm. see things kind of go through the flow. You play calling. He said, but with better athletes. I said, okay, I, I see that. But here's my thing. I've watched sports for entertainment. I don't care if it's male or female. And my example of this is, dude, if you made, uh, somehow can make like a soccer match to where you couldn't tell who the gender was. You just made just these figures. But the game was played you would know a good team versus a bad team, whether yeah. they were male or female. Mm -hmm. Male or female teams can compete against each other and have a hell of a game that you would want to watch. A tennis match. Again, if you could somehow remove what they looked like and you just had just a figure there doing the same exact actions, you, oh my gosh, dude. Like, you, you would still see the same type of talent level. You'd be like, okay, that's the better player and that's the better player. Mm -hmm. All right. There's a reason why baseball and softball are not in the same round. So why won't they do the same to the WNBA and the NBA? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, except that, hey, you say in this category, I am not the best of the best, but I can be second best. There's nothing wrong with being second best. Mm -hmm. But you're still above, well, you're still in the 1% of people that never made it to be in a professional athlete. Mm -hmm. But don't think you should be given something that you haven't earned or think you are the best of the best or think you can play in the NBA. <laughs> like, I'm so tired of hearing those WNBA players saying, I can easily play in the NBA. Easily? You're struggling in the WNBA. <laughs> I can show up today and do a workout with the WNBA. Barely anybody is 6'4 in the WNBA. That's a point guard in the NBA. Like, yeah. And like, a fast point guard, too. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, you could easily – what is that? Who is that girl? Uh, Brittany, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner, when she, when she said that she could play against DeMarcus Cousins. you remember that? Yeah. It's like, okay, uh, this dude terrorizes grown men. Like, not, not just plays hard to get – terrorizes them. Dude, they get – they make plays, defensive plays to stop him. And you're telling me the person that is getting – not, I shouldn't say dunked up, but like, you know, just getting done up, play in, play out. You're just all of a sudden just going to like really amp it up for DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. You know, like what, this guy has what, four inches on you. You're 6'8", 
He's what, seven foot, seven foot one? Uh, he's probably 6'11", 7 foot, somewhere in there. But right. he also he also probably weighs at least 100 pounds more, if not 150. Oh, yeah, dude, because what? He got up to, like, 300 at one point. Yeah, you big boy. Like, it's like, come on, man. Like, you, at some point, you got to, like, be r- realistic and just look at it for what what is presented to you. Okay, 15,000 people attend our game. At best, that's a that's a stretch, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just being fair, but like, okay, yeah. uh, trying to mm-hmm. hypothetically, fifteen thousand attend our games, but those guys are getting forty five thousand at games. They brought in more money than us, but I should be paid the same as them. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even make sense <laughs> when you just say it out to yourself. It it doesn't even like. I don't know. You may know about this. Do the uh, I've heard people say that like the NBA teams are who funds the WNBA team. Yeah. So that's what I was talking about earlier. Like they basically like I, I don't know how they fund it or like because obviously there's not that many WNBA teams. And I think I think it's like a partnership. Uh, I don't know if it's the same owners, but they're in partners with that team. So like uh, so if they're the same city, like Phoenix, like LA, like those type of things, like Atlanta. Yeah. Well, like, uh, you know how uh, in high school, how, like, for instance, like, if the football team receives, like, a donor, then they get to take, like, a 60% cut, and then they spread it across the other sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how I'm thinking of it in my head. I don't know if that's how it is, but that's how I would imagine. Yeah, if, that's what it seems like. But I've seen, like, a lot of players do, like, donations and, like, teams do donations and stuff like that just to, I guess, get some, like, supplemental income to the league. But I have no idea. I probably will never watch WNBA again. I did watch it a couple weeks ago. I was a degenerate gambler, and I bet way too much money on a WNBA game because there was nothing else to do. And when I tell you, it was the beginning of the WNBA playoffs. I picked the team with Diana Taurasi and – I have no idea who these people are, so you can just say. So she played at UConn and, like, super good. Like, their, their team is stacked. They have uh, Skylar Diggins played at Notre Dame. Like just, I know who that is because a lot of people think she's attractive. Yes, but um, but like basically, like they're they're like an all star team. They, were, they shouldn't have lost a, a playoff game, right? Yeah. So like I pick them to win, and then I pick the over total total point score in the game. Pick the over. Mm. I put like three hundred dollars on it on a WNBA WNBA game on like a Tuesday night. Like I Wait, was just what, how much could you have won? If it hit, I won seven hundred. Okay. So. It's kind of worth the risk in a way. Kind of. It's just full degenerate mode, but whatever. Game goes on. They should have won. They're losing by double digits at halftime. So I'm sweating bullets. I'm like, oh, 300 bucks. About to just be wasted on a WNBA game. I could have bought season tickets for this. But, like, all right, it goes second half, third quarter. Still down, big. Fourth quarter, they make a run. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we're getting there. I'm, I'm nervous. Like, I can't even sit down. This game comes down to a last-second shot, and the team that I bet on hit the game-winning buzzer beater oh, boy. to win the game. So and you did win? So I did win. Okay, okay. But, but I was just like, I will never watch another <laughs> WNBA game or bet another WNBA game ever again. This is the worst experience of my life. My, I just, it doesn't keep my attention. That's the only thing. And it's not even that, 
that's just how I know it's bad because, dude, I don't, okay, I don't really watch soccer, but like, let's say if somebody like turns on like the, the women's soccer match, yeah, dude, actually, like, like, it'll like engage me. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just something about, I don't know what it is, dude, just the WNBA itself. I cannot get into it. And I feel like, you know, okay, I, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. Because you know how, like, I feel like I'm that guy saying, no, I love women. No, I love women. I watch this women's sport and that one. But, like, no, I just, there's just so many. I'm a huge, like, sports fan. Dude, I love watching sports. Like, it doesn't matter what it is, even if I don't understand it. Like, I've seen just some random stuff, like, you know, on YouTube, uh, some random recommendation of a sport I've never heard of. But I'll try to look it, look up really fast what it is as the video is playing. Because mm-hmm. like, I just love sports. And that's just one sport I cannot get into. It's just... I, I, and I wish there wasn't such a push that's going on right now. Um, because then I feel like then at this point, they're just kind of going to just give handouts. You know, if, like, it's like... What, what are you telling people, like... Uh, as far as I like women go, um, I, I I don't know. I can't speak for women, but like if you look like at uh, like a women's empowerment movement, they basically want to say they they want uh, what's given to them their right. Okay, so like, is it really your right to receive revenue that you never generated? Yeah, it's like handouts. It, like it's like nobody like yeah, it's it's gender it's, gender race no matter what it is like nobody does. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. like that's not really that's not really fair. That's not how that works. You take a this is a business, and so you get a percentage of the business based off of performance and this, that, and that. And we take a percentage based off of our role and blah 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 blah. And it's like you're asking for more, but you're not giving more. I want to see a woman dunk consistently, <laughs> not just that little uh, you know, like little one hand little oopty thing like I want to see somebody cock back like MVP Derek Rose you know what I'm saying? like I want you to fly through the air. yeah like I want to see some elevation I want to see some hard playing games I want to see better handles like I'm so tired of women losing the ball at half court just off of some sloppy hands like pull it together do some more drills somebody hit up Steph Curry like hey, hey yo like show me what you're doing with this tennis ball I need to figure this out like, you know what I mean? It's give the consumer what they want so they will not hate. Oh, yeah, I'll buy that jersey. She showed out last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I want that jersey. You know what that means? That's more money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. There's a reason people go buy LeBron James's jersey. He yeah. didn't just show up. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he, he gave the consumers what they wanted. No, it's bad. In, in return, they – but that's just my little – Speaking of LeBron, did you see where Danny Green said that if the NBA decided to start the season in December, that they can expect LeBron to sit out the whole first month? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw that. I think that's that's fair too. Absolutely, absolutely. I saw they're they're really pushing uh, like an MLK Day start, which I think yeah. is dope. I think that'd be because MLK Day for uh, NBA is normally like an all day event. So it's uh, like, that's January fifteenth, isn't it? Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, because I think it's, like, right after my birthday. I'm pretty sure. It's, like, 15th or 19th. It's, like, President's Day is right around there, too, something like that. Um, I like that better than Christmas, even though I know everybody wants to see, you know, basketball on Christmas and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. This was a weird year, man. I feel like if we we try to let people – 
sorry, if we try to let like people, um, like if we like, you know, if we try to push the players to do that, we'll see too many injuries. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, football. What they have uh, nine ACL tears the mm-hmm. first week. Like, I mean, I know they they didn't start earlier, but it's like you try to force stuff to happen. Something always goes wrong. You the the, these aren't the average human beings. Like these are extraordinary athletes. Like mm-hmm. good or bad at the sport, like they are still better than are you your one percent of people yeah. uh, with movement of the body. Yeah. Uh, they move their bodies in a very unique way that most people cannot do. Mm-hmm. And they just hand eye coordination is one percent of people. Like it's it's only found amongst them. And like you want, you should prize those people because I mean they deserve it. They are something special, and I just I would hate to see another. I think we had a good playoff series. Like there was some good basketball that was played. Very good basketball. That bubble was a great idea. Yeah, and I think I do not want them to like jeopardize that just to try to you know get people more basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't mind waiting if I know if I'm getting that type of basketball again. Like, dude, I'll wait out a month. So I just saw uh, MLK Day is January 20th. Mm-hmm. So, like, you take January 20th. Yeah, for me, I'm like you said, like, a lot of people want to see Christmas on ba- or basketball on Christmas. Like, I'm one of those people. Like, that's how I spend my Christmas day. You know, it's that first game to that uh-huh. last West Coast game. And I watch every game on Christmas. I love it. But, like, I get it. Like, I would rather see better basketball than, than it's a quality over quantity type of thing at that exactly. point. Like, exactly, exactly. cut the season short, 20 games or so, 25 games, whatever it may be, play a shortened season. So that way we can get a decent early summer, maybe even a late summer ending. And then we can get back to regular next season. Like, exactly, exactly. Like, we don't have to play um, another full, like, 82 games. Yeah. Like you said, 65 games, that'd be nice. Let's get to the playoffs, end in time, and then we can be right back rolling. And, uh, you know, start up right on top. I think because most of those guys kind of play year-round anyway, mm-hmm. but they don't play, like, as hard. No. Uh, yeah, in the we, see all these, we see all those off-season videos of them at the L.A. Fitness, and there's literally 80 NBA players in there. And then, like, J. Cole and Drake or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it's just yeah. it's just working on stuff, you know, like, to just stay in shape. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going balls to the wall, but, like, when you say that there's a season, those guys have to play hard, contractually have to play hard. I mean, unless you're James Harden, then you can just play offense hard. But uh, or J.R. Smith, who just does whatever he wants. Oh my gosh! Okay, how'd you feel about that? Getting J.R. on there, man. I just felt like LeBron takes care of his people. Man, like he really does. Like I, I want to go ahead and say now, like I think LeBron is one of the most loyal players to his people. Dude, they showed a video of. Uh, of the guys that when his first interview coming into the league, mm-hmm. they showed he still has a lot of those same guys that he brought on stage with him still around him. Mm-hmm. But he brought like his whole like basketball team on stage with him then. And a lot of those guys are still around. Dude, that was what? 17, 18 years ago? And it's just like, and he made some of those people around him better. Mm-hmm. Like, in he pushed up their life. And it's like, dude, he's I've said this numerous times. If anybody ever needed a role model to look up to, LeBron James. 
not I don't agree with all his politics and all the stuff that he kind of like gets into and says, uh, but I'm glad that he speaks up and he at least tries to articulate his side. Mm-hmm. I can respect that. He at least voices his opinion. Which, exactly. Exactly. Like, hey, at least you're involved in it and you're trying to say, hey, this is why I went this way. And then, but the guy, I mean, a stand-up family man, like, marriage his high school sweetheart. On top of that, and then is arguably the greatest player of all time. Fantastic businessman, and then starts a school. Like, what else do you want your kid to grow up to be like? Mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying? Like, if you have to, like, put together, also on top of that, let's not forget, he's a decent-looking guy, and he's, what, 6'9", six, 6'8 six, and a half? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, if, if you had to build a character's body. Bro, he's a creative player on 2K. LeBron James. You like, go to yeah. 2K, you're creating that exact same frame. Exactly. Like, you know, I'm just like, what? He he got a, a little bit of everything, like charisma, a, a people person, a caring person. like. But also, like, think about that. Like, drafting in a league at, like, 18 years old and thrown to the fire like that. One, yeah. not only not only was that, like, that's going to break a lot of people. But he also looked where he came from. Single mother household, like. He was poor. Very and all poor. of a sudden, overnight, he had a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> oh, wait, what? I got a million dollars? Yeah. Like, we've seen. A couple million. of them. A couple million. Yeah. Like, dude, that. They don't commend him enough for what he did do. I, I, I know they criticize. Well, some people criticize, like, his on the court stuff. Dude, your mental takes part in how you play on the court. Mm-hmm. And he did something good enough to where he took care of his mental and his physical to keep delivering. What, year 17, dude, wins a chip. Finals MVP. <laughs> like, that's huge. Yeah. It's just uh, – And see he's not said? done. And he's not done yet. No. You see where they said he spent uh, – like he spends like close to like two million dollars on his body. On his body. Yeah. Yes, dude. And Every I'm day. Just like, man, if I had the money, I would too. Oh, well. Do you got anything else you want to say about LeBron? I was gonna uh, say this. I think he's a he's a great example. Like I I can't say like he's like again like he is like you said perfect role model, done everything basically right. I would say like a lot of people give him the knock for not being like as. Uh, much of a score I guess he I mean obviously he's a scoring threat because it's LeBron James and he's 6'9 like 280 but nobody everyone like wants to compare him to Jordan and Kobe who only like shot the ball like LeBron does everything everything he tries to get his teammates involved which yeah sometimes that's it's there's not the time sometimes it's hey it's LeBron time let's let's do it yeah, and he doesn't do over. it but it is what it is but I mean at the end of the day like everything he's done like there's the phrase that first million is the easiest uh-huh could it have been that? I, what you're saying, like, was that? So, so he got that. He, you know, like you said, 18 years old, drafted. Mm-hmm. Then he's a millionaire overnight from nothing. Yeah, from, from nothing, nothing to, to a millionaire. One of the richest people in in the country. Yeah, and then not only does he do well, was a rookie year. He went and played in the play. He took the Cavaliers, who were the worst team in the NBA, because they got the first pick, and took them to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it was three years later. They go to the finals. Yes. But right. and then like, yes, it's a finals loss, but he played Greg Popovich in the Spurs. Are you kidding me? 
Come one on. of the greatest coaches, one of the greatest coaching minds to ever exist. And one of the greatest rosters, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, uh, Tony Parker. People sleep on that, dude. People sleep on that so much. Even when, even when the Spurs team beat him when he was at the Heat, it's the same thing. Those you know, are Hall of Famers that he played right there, bro. Absolutely. Two Hall of Famers. But he also took that money that he made. And like you said, the school, like everything that he does to give back to the communities. And then also – like all of his boys from high school, pockets ain't pockets ain't empty. Exactly. Like he and he puts them in position to do things. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like he's just giving them handouts. He's giving them something to do. Opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, do you cannot? I, I don't care if this dude lost. I mean, I would care if he lost every fine from here on to now. <laughs> but like, I would say, okay. Uh, I saw, like I saw this guy put this a great way the other day. He said. Would you rather go to the finals six times and win all six or go to the finals for over half your career and have a chance at winning all of them? Mm-hmm. And it's like, he, he said you would be stupid if you said uh, that you would just go to six and win all six and be done. That's settling. Yeah. He's like, he like, nobody ever plays just to only play in a certain amount. He said you want to win them all. Dude, it's insane that he's been to 10 finals – in 17 years. He's been, t- like, just take that in, bro. Yeah. Over half of his time in the NBA has been spent in the finals. And look at those rosters he's played with. Not only in the ones that he went to the finals with, but the ones yeah. he didn't. Like, yeah. Like, that's it make it. Yeah. Like, think about this. At the beginning of your career, let's say if there was a way for you, coming out 18 years old, and somebody tells you, hey, man, decide right now. Do you, which, one, which path do you want to take? Like you would be like, uh, but I feel like most people are gonna lean towards, yeah. Let me let me play out for uh, mm-hmm. ten finals and let's see what happens. <laughs> let's see if we can make something happen. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? man, dude. I just, and I hate uh, that people just they take like what they feel about him on the court and they put it into real life. And I'm like, okay, I can see you can question stuff on the court, but don't question anything that that uh, that dude does off the court. Like this is a guy. Now I'm about to get into my uh, – but to put my cape on for LeBron. <laughs> uh, I mean, just look at how he raises, like, his kids, bro. He never had a father. We all know Bronny got his ass whipped. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, oh, man. Dude, I was loving all those videos about that when they were, like – We all know J.R. Smith gave it to him. <laughs> Dude, I was cracking up. But, like, okay, my thing is – this guy never uh, – he never had a father figure to show him, like, what it is like to, you know, to be a man, how to raise your kids, how to blah, blah, blah. He, he had people around him that were mentors, and he picked it up along the way. And now he's being the best father he can be. And it seems as if he's raising some healthy uh, children. You know what I mean? Like, it seems as if they have a truly loving relationship, bro. Not, it's not – it doesn't look like it's put on for TV. Like, it's for show. It seems like he genuinely, like, puts himself into his kids. And yeah. I don't know if every guy does that. No. You know I, mean? I, don't, like, I don't think they do. And I would compare, like, like you just said, it's not like a show for TV. It's not like the ball family. I feel like LaMelo, LaMelo hates the, his daddy. You think he does? Oh, yeah. Nah, dude. I think, uh, okay, I, I can see. But I think their dad really loves them, though. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I, he does. reason why, because I know – Cause he, you got to think his dad's looking at it from, I blew my shot, and he, all he did was 
he lived off of hype of his, he made his boys hype up like so much to where people had to see what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Dude, I wish I had a dad like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They made it, Lonzo made it to the league off of hype. I mean, his performance was good enough to get there. He performed in workouts. That but let's be real. Shot, though. That broke jump shot was terrible. But, yes, he, is, he but, has a great basketball IQ, though. Yes. Well, bro, think about it, too. They, they tried to make him into something that he wasn't when he was in L.A. Mm-hmm. They didn't want him to take shots. They wanted him to be a pass, give it up guy in defense and a couple of points. And that's what he turned into. Dude, if you go back and look at him in high school, that same – though high school is not the same as college, it still takes confidence to do that. Mm-hmm. College level. It still takes confidence. He was averaging what, 22, 5 and 5 or something like that? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's something like that, though. It's like, they didn't, a guy doesn't just go from that over his whole life to giving you five points just randomly. That doesn't happen, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the guy, he, he got put into like a system and it didn't work for him. And uh, LeVar kept trying to say that. Like, he's like, just let my boy run, just let him go. But that's not the NBA, though, bro. That's mm-hmm. not how that works. They're not just going to just let your guy run the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what happens if LaMelo goes to the Warriors? Oh, it's going to get nasty. Well, just look. They got to play the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans are going to be something serious. I, they, think, I, I think they could be. Good last year, bro. For I mean, for giving for what, what they had. Very young. Very young team minus, they, like, J.J. Redick. Like, very young team. Yeah, J.J.'s not on there. J.J. Redick? Yeah. Yeah, this was the first year he didn't make the playoffs in his whole like. I guess it's like, yeah, like is, he, is he not retired? No, bro. I watch his podcast sometimes. He so he had made the playoffs like every single year for however long, and he made the joke with Zion that like, hey, this better not be the year I don't make the playoffs, and then they didn't make the playoffs. So wow. like, he really. Do you know where he's from? No, I don't really want to know. Probably. No, no, Cookville, Tennessee. Huh. That's ugly. <laughs> That's super ugly. I never thought that they ever had anybody good come out of that. That's crazy. And played at Duke? Well, that's yeah. what the Pelicans do. The Pelicans are like Duke Jr. Yeah. That's oh, exactly. I, guess, I guess Duke would be like the high school or like the college, and uh, the next level is literally the Pelicans. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like, they have so many Duke guys, Duke guys on that I team. I hated him uh, on, on Philly's team because I just feel like he just didn't give us his best. But anyway. How do you feel about Jimmy also, Butler in Philly, though? You said what? How would you feel about Jimmy Butler in Philly, though? I liked, I liked it. Uh, I didn't like – I wish we would have got rid of uh, Ben Simmons, though. I think uh, Jimmy Butler and Embiid. Mm-hmm. Really good. My some of my friends back home, uh, like we have like a little group message when we talk about that. They say that I'm silly for that. They say Ben Simmons works hard, and I, sh- I should want to get rid of Embiid. But the thing is, Embiid may be lazy, but he performs. Sure, he's spotty. It, it, he's massive, like yeah. But you know what I mean. Like you, you got to kind of pull it out of him. But when like mm-hmm. he gets going, he gets going. Ben Simmons, it, dude, that you gotta shoot, bro. You gotta shoot. Mm-hmm develop a mid-range or something like a better mid-range DeMar DeRozan is a prime example but he can't shoot a three at all but mid-range crazy driving to the bucket crazy defense hyping his team up being a leader he's on it but it's like Ben Simmons I mean he he's gotten a a decent I know somebody's gonna be here like he actually does have a mid-range have you seen his percentage blah 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 blah. but like (laughs) you know it's it's decent, but it's not like 
it's not enough to counter him not shooting threes or like it, it's just I don't know I I'm I don't want Ben Simmons there but I also just going back to JJ I he what he was uh he was supposed to be like kind of like a veteran guy coming off the bench and I think he started for part of it mm-hmm. but um I didn't really like his time there I really thought he was out of the league based off of his podcast uh, he's, he's got a lot of free time <laughs> he, does right, he does right now because no I mean a lot of these NBA teams haven't played since like March like those people like the Pelicans got lucky because the league was like trying to get Zion in the playoffs and that did not work uh-huh. but like everyone else has been done since the season got shut down like dude um, that's so much free time right well see also speaking of the, look I guess kind of going back to the Pelicans I want Zion to like do well yeah, that's absolutely. why I kind of want like the Pelicans to do well, like with Lonzo. Like I want them. Or is that even possible? Are they in uh, was the western part of the Western Conference? They're in the West. Are they kind of like they're like uh, lined up with uh with like LA? Because I was gonna say I would love to see them like in like the conference finals. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, they're in the Western Conference. So I mean, they're gonna play them. They they if they play in the playoffs, they could depending oh, on the seating. Yeah, I was gonna say NBA just goes off of seating though, huh? It doesn't go off of like uh like East or West or anything. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's east or west, but it's one through eight on each side. Right, right, right. Um, you know how, like, uh, like for instance, like in football, you know how you have, like, well, like the AFC East, you can be on top, but you can be mm-hmm. third and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, I, I really want Zion to do well, and I think the Pelicans can really have something special out there if they just kind of, like, if they can bring it all in together. Because they got, what, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, um uh, and Zion and what RJ Hart is he out there too? Uh is, is, is it Rodney Hood? Rodney Hood's not there. I think Hood's in Portland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Josh Hart is here thinking about yeah, he was a young Laker. Yeah. They, they got a really young team. But I mean they yeah. do play a tough division though. Houston, Dallas, Memphis, and San Antonio. That's their division. And they finished last in their division well they can beat houston i mean uh no no no, no. they uh, well, i mean yeah i think they could be houston um uh, but uh, san antonio yeah that's a win uh or memphis, memphis memphis is on the rise man people are always saying that because they they, they, they ain't nothing to play with i mean that's because they 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 get these little spurts john Morant. um I mean, okay, I, I'm a huge fan of him. I can't even lie. I like him. Nice. But as far as, like, on a team basis, I'm taking the Pelicans uh, over San Antonio. I think they give Houston a great run. I think Dallas is becoming a better coach team. Dallas is one, Dallas is one piece away from being a championship team. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know how to word that, but, like, that's yeah. – yeah, like the thing that hurt Dallas uh, against the Clippers was Porzingis being out for majority of that. He got hurt, so oh, the one game he got ejected, which he shouldn't have got ejected, and then he had. Then there was a couple games he was hurt, and I mean Dallas still took him to what six or seven. So yeah. first of all, I'll, I'll, well, just to kind of go back to Houston. I want Russ out of Houston. I don't like that for him, bro, because I know he's never. He's not gonna. He's not gonna elevate there. He he doesn't hurt himself though. He does all this to himself. Yeah, because just his pride, he doesn't want to go to one of those bigger teams. But yeah. it's like I, I don't know what it is. But he also like all the negativity and stuff like that. Like he puts that on himself too. Like, okay, would 
Would it be ugly for him to go to the East? Depends on where. Because that's the thing. Because, like, he does not need another superstar with him. Because they, no. they clash. Because he, so, needs, to be, he okay. needs to be the guy. The Knicks are in the middle of rebuilding. Can you see Russell Westbrook at the Knicks? That's tough because of what's at the Nets. Because Brooklyn is about to run New York. And yeah, I it looks like it. And I don't know if if going one player, especially Russ, I don't know if him going there is is the best move. The best, yeah. I could see a play a better place like Chicago. But I don't know if he if he elevate dude, okay. Because uh, he's gonna Chicago. Nobody, but that's what he needs. But they're going to have a good pick. They're probably going to get, like, Obi Toppin or somebody like that in the draft, which is going to be a steal. And then they did just get Billy Donovan, who he did play for um, in OKC as a coach. So there's already that relationship. And then I don't really know what else they can get. But, I mean, he needs something that, like – OKC was good for him because he had Steven Adams, who is a massive big man, who can't really play offense great. But Steven Adams can't really play, like, offense great, but he can get your rebounds. He can be a good defensive force in the paint because he's so big. Like, those kind of things, like, help Russ, I felt like, because he could get so many assists by just driving dish right there because, like, double teams. And then big man's right there, easy slam. Russ can get the rebounds. Well, okay, you said put him in Chicago, though. Yeah, I think so. So, but you're basically – he's going to have to rebuild. I, and I said the Knicks because I feel like the Knicks had some potential there in their rebuild. Chicago is a whole project of a rebuild, of a rebuild, of a rebuild. Yeah, but new new coach coming in. We got to see what happens with offseason, free agency, those kind of things. They do have like a lottery – they do have a top ten lottery pick this for this draft as well. I don't even know – I hadn't watched much college basketball to even see like who's like – who's hot to be coming in. Because I feel like a lot of those guys what – what is that? that uh, was it Keon guy? I think he decided – he opted to go uh, overseas instead of going to the uh, – trying to go the college route. No, I'm not sure. And I know the top, top three guys are that guy from Georgia. Um, I forget his name off the top of my head. Um, he had his workout the other day in, like, all of clutch sports, and LeBron James and AD and all of them showed up for his workout. And then LaMelo and then Anthony Wiseman, who was supposed to play at Memphis for Penny Hardaway, but they, like, deemed him ineligible or whatever. So the, those are, like, the top three. So we'll see what happens with them. But I think, like, Minnesota, the Warriors, I don't even know who has the number one pick, to be honest with you. But, like, I know Golden State's two or three, and Minnesota's up there as well. Awful, awful franchises. Other, not Golden State, because Golden State's a steal for any young player to get to go play with Steph and Clay. Well, do they still have their like? Yes. The biggest thing. Well, I'm saying the biggest thing with Golden State was their player development. Do they still have whoever was in charge of that still over that as far as trainers go? Coaching is still relatively the same. Yeah, I, I don't know about all that just because I have no clue. But their roster is still going to be the same. And that's just not going to be fair. Nah, I mean, nobody cares about Draymond. But no, but that's the thing is they can add one of these big guys. You, you, you add one of these well, big guys. They keep saying that uh, Giannis is supposed to be going there. I, th- I see Giannis going to Toronto or. I thought you were going to say Miami. 
I, I was going to say Miami's my second one, but I don't see Miami because I think Brad Beal is going to Miami first. With Jimmy? No, they want that. They want him in LA for sure. Brad Beal? Yeah. Yeah, everyone wants him, bro. He's he's but he's probably the hottest item on the on the market. He was like, uh, he was like, oh no, that wasn't. Uh, it was Snoop. He was he was like, you see, he just bought a house in LA. I mean, I'm sure they got houses everywhere, but Brad Beal can ball, bro. He's everything. Um, I don't know. This next NBA season is gonna be really interesting, though. It it could be really, really good, really good. Um, also, kind of switching up sports before we uh before we get out of here. Um, did you did you have any uh this week NFL recaps that you want to go over? A very interesting week. It was like a it was like the weather week. It seemed like. What do you mean? So the Cleveland game, they had like forty three mile an hour winds. Um, the Raiders went to kick a field goal, and like it went to this goalpost and went all the way back across and hit the other goal goalpost. It was crazy, bro. Window was insane. Uh, did you watch the uh, um, the Ravens game today with the Steelers? Dude, that was such a good game. Lamar Jackson, if he wouldn't have thrown those two interceptions, I think they would have won. Okay, bro. He could – okay, that first one, I 1,000% blame him for. A 1,000%. Pick six? Uh, huh? Are you talking about the pick six one, the first one? Yeah, the pick six, uh, which I think is crazy too. What He hasn't had a pick six in like 500-something attempts. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, I think, though, that uh, – like – that's just a young quarterback trying to fit it in somewhere and like thinking yeah. he's a hot shot and just kind of being humbled a little bit. It happens to the best of them. That's also such a good defense he's playing though. The Steelers exactly. defense is so good. Great. And then on top of that, so and then that second interception, it was almost the exact same type of pass, just a little bit out further with the same result. And it's just like, so it's just, you can tell that's something that he needs to work on in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really thought they were going to win it. I thought they were controlling the game. Uh, and then when I saw him fumble, it seemed like, dude, they had like four or five fumbles. Like in that well, game. It must have been, it was raining all before pregame. So ball had to be slippery. And like, well, and I just saw that. I thought that they were like really going to like control the game once they went up, what was like 14 to uh, like seven or something like that. Yeah, they were up. Okay, they're kind of cruising. Uh, but. I still kind of want to favor them. I know Patty Mahomes is still out there. I'm also still salty at Andy Reid because he never won. Uh, in Philly, but he's doing all this in uh-huh. Kansas, <laughs> Kansas City and just shows out how he figures out a defense. Crazy what that would do, right? Whew. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I still kind of want to favor, favor the Ravens. As one far as or one the AFC? I kind of want to say for it all, bro. Just just because, like, I like them. Their defense is solid, dude. Like, th- they showed you that last year. They just were a little rusty on offense, and the, it, the Titans came in at the right time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was just, the Titans did ride a hot wave. Yeah. So, I just think, like, it, I think that they, they could give – they give Kansas City trouble, lots of trouble. And um, well, they didn't give him trouble on Monday night a couple weeks ago, though. They did. No, 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 no. 
But I, I mean, you, you learn from that though. You go. That was their only loss besides the Steelers. So yeah. That's undefeated team that they've lost to. Like, if I'm looking at my team, I'm like, okay, you know what? It's it's not a bad spot for us to be in. We're losing to undefeated people, and we're not really mopping, but we're handling everybody else pretty easy. And yeah. we're in those games against undefeated people. Okay, like I, I can I can live with that. So like I I, I shouldn't say favor, but I would like. Him. Even though I'm an Eagles fan, I kind of just cashed out on our season. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> hey, the, the win tonight put you, uh, win got you in the uh, first. Yeah, do, do we end up winning? Um, I didn't even get to check the score or anything. Yeah, the easy. They were up seven zero, then we're down nine seven, and then won twenty three nine. Okay, when we tied the freaking Bengals, <laughs> like, okay, this is gonna be one of those years. As, all in all, I think the Ravens have a solid, solid chance of making a deep run. Patty Mahomes, I think, I, I, well, I can't say the Ravens are favorites because I think he would have to be the favorite coming off of a hot season last year. Yeah. I think so. AFC Championship's got to be Steelers and, and uh, Chiefs, though. I think they'll both ride this undefeated for a few more weeks at least. Nah, I, I, I got it. If, if the Steelers have to see the Ravens again, I they say they're completely different. Completely different. Because what they – they lost by four today when they really should have won it there, or they had a chance to win it there at the end. Um, yeah, it's going to be on Thanksgiving. That's their next next time they play. Yeah, bro. I I think the Ravens will win that one. That's in, what, three weeks? Yeah, they got uh, Steelers have Cowboys, Bengals, Jaguars. Just absolutely trash schedule for the next three weeks. And then they play the Ravens on, short, on a short week, too. They play Sunday on the 22nd yeah, against the Jaguars Thursday. and turn around and play Thursday night against the Ravens. Short mm. week. I th- I could see the Ravens taking that then, yeah. just based off that alone. Yep, yep, yep. Um, well, yeah, it's always good for uh, the Eagles to uh, to beat the Cowgirls. I mean, that's always nice. Dude, that division is a nightmare. It. I don't know what's up with us this year, bro. Normally, we are a very tough and good division. Typically, NFC East is good. Some for some reason, the NFC North has really just kind of just had this hot streak for like the past four years of just being like the, the subdivision of the division to beat, if that makes sense. But like – Like Packers, Vikings. and uh, It's like Bears, Bears and Lions, and that hasn't really has been much, but – Yeah, but Packers and Vikings, both of those. Two great teams, though. I would say, that, dude, the NFC South, though, Bucks, Falcons – Panthers and the Falcons, the, the greatest choke artist we've ever seen. The Bucks, who just became relevant again because of Jameis and then now Tom Brady. I'm saying now, they, now they have AB. They're going to have AB tomorrow night. They're going to wax the Giants. Oh boy. Oh my God. AB is going to turn this whole thing around for us. It, Look, Tom Brady, how many losses does he have right now, too? Yeah, but that was before. They really got started because, I mean, they lost – well, they lost to the Bears by one point, and then they lost to the Saints week one. So – You said the Bears were also – wait, you didn't say the Bears. You said the Lions. Yeah, the Bears, the Bears are very interesting. I don't know if they're fraud or not. I don't know if they're real. Um, I know they got to get rid of Chubisky. Chubisky. Yeah, that's why they got old big dick Nick in there. <laughs> and Trubisky, all right, they have to be looking at themselves like, why do we ever do this? Because what he went, third, he went third, right? Oh yeah, over Mahomes who went like tenth. Yeah, like 
Well, and they traded. If I remember this correctly, they traded up to get him. And didn't they have? Like, isn't that the same as the Deshaun Watson year? Wasn't Deshaun Watson froze up on? Right? Yeah, you froze. Yeah, it, it froze super bad. Yeah. But isn't uh, isn't Deshaun Watson in that same quarterback class? Yeah, yeah, huh? Same one, same one. Yeah, Bears are idiots. That yeah, I, everybody could see that. And then what? When he started, I think he won like six games. They were like, he maybe it's not so bad after all. <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 it's still a terrible pick. Whoever whoever said gave the okay on that should be fired and never heard from again. Ever no like, no more jobs. Ever. Yeah, like that is terrible. Facts, man. Glad we got to do this episode though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, we yeah uh, yeah we probably should go ahead and wrap it up. It's getting late. Well, uh, any 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 closing thoughts? Anything you want to leave the people with? Hey, just know that the content's coming. You know, we'll yeah. release Mondays and Thursdays. YouTube will be streaming everywhere as well. All the uh, you know appreciation is is really true appreciation from us for all fans and listeners and subscriptions um ratings reviews whatever it may be you know it's definitely definitely nice to have feedback and all those kind of things and know people actually listen to what we're saying so exactly yes uh thank you all for watching us thank you all for listening to us um we want you guys to give us tons of feedback let us know if there's any topics you want us to cover uh, or just kind of, you know, chime in on these. Uh, we appreciate the support. And, uh, yeah, I'm piggybacking basically everything you said. The content's going to be rolling in. I'm excited, dude. I, uh, I'm i very glad we decided to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. We'll, we'll get this yeah. first, one, first one going, and then we're, uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like to look at it as we'll recap the weekend for you, and then we'll get you started for the next one. Exactly. I like it. I like that. Hey, man. Till next time. Till next time.